Hello, Mad Mind Collective, and welcome to another episode of the Hypno Sales Show. Today, I'm going to be talking about the three myths about hypnosis. So, being a master hypnotist, uh, I'm often approached by people that are curious about it. In a lot of cases, I'm the only hypnotist that they know. They don't know any other hypnotist except me. So they always are curious and they want to ask me a lot of questions about hypnosis. And I, of course, I refer them to this channel, watch my channel, watch my videos. I talk about hypnosis. I talk about uh, hypno sales and using it in your business and your hypno, your customer facing type situations that you're in. Um, but, uh, but sometimes they just ask me privately, you know, like, isn't hypnosis for like licensed professionals, which is the first one here I have on my list here. Right. That's a that's like a, it's a myth that there's no such thing as like only having hypnosis only for a certain licensed professional. Hypnosis is for everybody. All of us do hypnosis all day long. We're hypnotized by things all day long. If you've ever um, driven home from from work or from the store to your house and you for completely had no memory of driving, like when you approach, you get into the garage or the driveway and then you realize, I don't even remember driving here. How did I get here from the store? Like you have no memory. That's called hypnosis. <laughs> you were, it created an amnesia because you were tranced by the road or by your thoughts internally. You were thinking about something else and you failed to remember anything of driving. That was a hypnotic trance that you're in. Or if you've ever watched a movie and cried during the movie, like it touched you and it made, and you got so caught up into the, the story that it moved you and you cried um, as a result. That's because the movie hypnotized you. You believed that it was true. You allowed yourself to be hypnotized by the movie. That's why you watched it. You wanted to be hypnotized to escape whatever your situation was in now or because you just wanted to relax and just and it was entertaining. That's what entertainment is, is all these different forms of hypnosis like this. So hypno, hyp, hypnosis is a situation or condition that is induced by the environment all the time. It's environmentally induced in us all the time. It's heterogeneously induced in its when we talk to each other, when we get each other in conversations and we help each other focus on a conversation and we get into the conversation, that's also a form of hypnosis as well. So it's not for licensed professionals, it's for all of us. All of us are hypnotists, we just don't know it yet. I always say that, right? If you're in sales, you're a hypnotist, you just don't know it. But the idea is that all of us are hypnotists we just don't know it. But hopefully you do now because you watch my channel and, and I talk about this all the time. So it's not just for licensed professionals. Now, um, the other myth is hypnosis is only used for medical or clinical conditions. And that's actually not the case. Most clinical and medical things are uh, taken care of and diagnosed by real professionals like doctors and, and psychiatrists, psychologists, people that have 10 years of training in family therapy, any kind of therapist. Typically, if they know hypnosis too, um, they will administer it in those cases. But, but typically, hypnosis itself is not used for the medical or the clinical types of things, right? It's used to help support the treatment that someone's in for a medical or a clinical situation that they're in. In other words, the doctor or the psychiatrist or the therapist will typically refer out to a hypnotist such as myself, like a medical professional or a, a psychiatrist, psychologist dealing with a patient that they have, you know, they're going to deal with it from a treatment perspective, a medical treatment or prescribing drugs 
a drug to help them or a pill or something to help them with their situation. Typically, you know, like if they have a, let's say they have a blood pressure issue, the, the doctor is going to prescribe blood pressure medicine, for example, right? But if the, but if the doctor realizes that the person is a smoker and by smoking, they're going to make their blood pressure worse and it's going to counteract the treatment that the doctor's giving them, the doctor is naturally going to tell them like you need to stop smoking or your condition is going to get worse. Your blood pressure is going to get worse and you might have a heart attack. So you need to stop as soon as possible. But the doctor is not going to do anything other than maybe give them a Shantix or a patch or something, something medical. They're going to treat it with a medical approach to help them stop smoking. But at the end of the day, that person has to want to stop smoking and they've got to be motivated to stop smoking. So typically the doctor will refer out to someone like me, a hypnotist to say, can you help this person and support me with their treatment, this medical treatment that I'm helping them to get their blood pressure down and prevent this heart attack and by helping them to stop smoking with hypnosis. And then that's where I would then uh, work with the doctor to help that person stop smoking, specifically break that habit, undo the repro you know, reprogram the subconscious to not smoke anymore, okay? So that's really what hypnosis is used for is the supporting uh, aspects of the treatments for someone in a medical situation or the other uh, thing that uh, typically the other situation you use hypnosis for almost all the time is for uh, what, what we consider vocational or avocational improvement. Vocational or avocational meaning something for your job, like a job skill. I want to get better at something at my job. I want to stop procrastinating. I want to get more organized at my job. Um, or like uh, avocational meaning like maybe they're a golfer on the weekends. Now they're not professional, but they want to, they want to get better. They want to be better than their buddies that they go out with, right? They want to get their golf swing down. So they might go to a hypnotist to say, help improve my golf swing to be more accurate or my baskets. Maybe they play basketball with some buddies. They have a basketball league or something like that. And they'll go to a hypnotist to learn how to improve their skill at that sport or to just improve any skill or overcome a fear. Like someone wants to go hiking and they don't want to go hiking because they're afraid of heights or they're afraid of going into the woods or some kind of fear like that or phobia maybe. So they'll go to a hypnotist to undo that phobia or fear. So that's typically what hypnosis is used for, you know, those types of situations that really don't have a lot of medical or treatment idea attached to it. There's no ideology about uh, medical at all. It's really supporting them in some other aspect of their life to undo a habit that then helps them in their medical situation. So I hope that's clear and I hope that makes sense. The last one I wanna talk about is probably the most popular one that I get is hypnosis, isn't it manipulative? Like, isn't hypnosis manipulative? Aren't you manipulating people with hypnosis and hypnotic language? And I'm here to say that hypnosis itself, in my, from my perspective and my training, hypnosis is not manipulative. But the person that's using hypnosis might be manipulative. That might be true. But hypnosis itself is not manipulative because we all do it. It's part of our everyday lives. It's a natural state that we're in. And for the most part, when you learn to use it like self-hypnosis on yourself, it's done in a very positive way. And it's no more manipulative than, say, uh, when you go on a first date with someone. If you go on a first date with someone, typically you're going to make sure your hair is done. You're going to make sure your makeup is perfect. You're going to make sure you wear the best clothes you can. You're going to trim your beard. If you're a man, you're going to trim your, you know, you're going to groom yourself. And you're going to present yourself, you know, put on the cologne and perfume. You're going to present yourself in the best 
way possible. You're gonna make sure that in the lighting of the restaurant that you meet your data in, like for dinner or something, like a dinner date or something, or in the park, you're gonna make sure that it, you look fantastic because you wanna make that good first impression. And then three months later in the relationship, when you're actually finally together and trusting each other, you're probably not gonna put on as much makeup anymore. You're not gonna be dressing up as much when you go out. You might just, actually you might take walks in sweatpants or something, most unattractive thing, uh, you know, clothing in, that you can imagine. And who cares? Cause you love each other and you're in a relationship at that point. Now, I would ask you in the beginning when you first met, what were you manipulating each other when you were dressing up like that? Maybe you were, but was it for, was it for the good of the relationship? Was it for making a, a good positive impression? It was. You did it because you both expected each other to do that. And I would say in business, it's the same way. In business, if I'm gonna deal with you as a client or a vendor, I'm the vendor, you're the client, and I'm gonna engage with you and have deal dealings with you, chances are pretty high that I'm gonna make sure I look the best I can and I present my product the best in the best light possible. And you're probably gonna expect me to do that. I'm not manipulating you anymore than any other vendor that's gonna make it look good. Now, whenever you engage with me, if you start to poke holes in my story and what I talk about, about my product, and start to discover that it's not, maybe you find out that it's not on the up and up and maybe it's not above board, maybe I am manipulating you to think something that's not true and I'm being fraudulent or something, well, of course, that would be manipulation in that case, but do you think that our engagement is going to continue? Probably not. You're probably going to say, forget it. Get away from me. I don't want to talk with you anymore. I don't like deceit. I don't like fraud. I don't like people lying to me. That, you know, and then you're going to, that person, if you do that to someone, they're going to tell everyone on every platform, every social media platform in the world, they're going to make sure that you are ousted and no one ever works with you again. So most people don't do that. Most customers and vendors are very honest with each other. They lay it all out. They, they make sure that that initial meeting is the best light they can, but as they get to know each other and learn to trust each other, they're more honest and they're more open and they tend to share more and they tend to build trust and rapport with each other and they build a strong relationship and a bond. Typically, that's what every good salesperson and every vendor that I've worked for or with and every customer and prospect also is working with that vendor to be a champion and work with them to make sure everything is congruent because it's positive for both parties. You always wanna do that. Now, if I'm using hypnosis as I do that, I'm gonna make sure I'm using it in a positive way and I'm making sure that everything's congruent. And I might even tell my customer that I'm using hypnosis. I mean, I tell people all the time, my customers all the time, yeah, I'm a hypnotist. I, you probably didn't know that. I'm gonna tell I'm a hypnotist. And I do tend to use hypnotic language to make sure that you, you know, see the best, our product in the best light, would that be okay? And I always ask permission because I want them to know that, you know, I do that, that I'm a hypnotist. And a lot of the times they're intrigued by it. They're not, they're not, they're not afraid of it. They're just like, wow, you're going to hypnotize me and buy in your product. And I'm like, I'm going to try, I'm going to try to do that because that's honestly what I'm trying to do. I'm, I want to hypnotize them so they'll focus on my product instead of someone else's. What's wrong with that? I'm the vendor, I'm doing that. There's nothing manipulative about that at all, especially when I tell them. And in fact, if you don't wanna tell your customer that you're a hypnotist, you can do this instead. You can say, hey, I'm a salesman, I'm a sales, I'm an SE. My job is to sell you on this product and just get their permission. Is it okay if I sell you this product? Can I sell, can I talk to you and try to sell you on this product, is that okay? 
And they might laugh and, and they might go, yeah, okay, yeah. But that's really what's happening. So you might as well just make it known, right? Make it known and, and, and don't make it about manipulation. Just make it, this is what I want to do, right? So hypnosis itself is not manipulative at all. It's the person that's manipulative or that's not manipulative. So it's up to you to decide if you want to use hypnosales and hypnotic language to help your customers make a decision, have a better experience. And then you should tell them that that's what you're doing and however you want, because at the end of the day, they kind of expect you to do that anyway. And they feel more comfortable with you when you're open and honest and telling them what it's like. So, so I wanted to just dispel those myths about it today. And I hope this makes sense. And I hope that maybe you have a better appreciation for hypnosis and hypnotic selling now that I've walked through this with you. And hopefully you'll share this with someone else who may have these ideas and these myths and they might still believe them and you can help dispel it for them as well by sharing this video with them right now. And if you feel like subscribing, go ahead. And my name is Maverick and I appreciate you watching and thanks for your time. Until the next HypnoSales show, have a great rest of your day and I'll see you later.